Hello and welcome to The Adventures of Superman from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Faster than a speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive. Able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. Look, up in the sky. It's a bird. It's a plane. It's Superman. It's Superman, strange visitor from the planet Krypton, who came to Earth with amazing physical powers far beyond those of mortal men, and who, disguised as Clark Kent, mild-mannered reporter for a great metropolitan newspaper, wages a never-ending battle for truth and justice. Today, with Superman unaware of her whereabouts, reporter Lois Lane seems nearly frantic with excitement as she makes an incredible statement to the hotel clerk in a little desert mining town. Mr. Horn was standing right here. He was talking to me, but suddenly, in the, in the middle of a sentence, he... Yes? He just disappeared. Disappeared? That's right. He... Well, he... He just vanished before my very eyes. You know, gang, often at the zoo, you'll see people pointing at a monkey and laughingly say... See that little guy over there? Well, he's my 30-second cousin. And even though that is a rather corny and time-worn gag, it seldom fails to get a chuckle out of those within earshot. And yet, it may not be completely a laughing matter. Learned men, particularly the famous Charles Darwin, tells us that modern man has developed from the monkey. Well, be that as it may, I certainly am not qualified to argue with experts on either side. But I'm kind of inclined to go along with a scientific explanation of the biblical story, which tells us that the world was once peopled by only two human beings. Adam and Eve, who lived in the place described by the Bible as the Garden of Eden, and located by scientists as somewhere in Asia. Now, starting from there, grew the many different people who today populate the earth. And accepting that fact, we must draw the conclusion that all of us, white, yellow, and black, descended from common ancestors who lived in an age long before history began to be chronicled, before the formation of races, religions, and nations. That makes us all what you might call 32nd or 64th cousins. It makes us all brothers under the skin. It proves that all men were created equal and that no man should suffer the persecution of bigotry and prejudice because, by the will of the Creator, his physical characteristics differ somewhat from yours. For, as the famous Scottish poet Robert Byrne puts it, a man's a man for are that. So remember always to judge a man by his character and by nothing else. And now... The Adventures of Superman! Just before she hurried from the Metropolis Daily Planet to catch a plane, Lois Lane puzzled cub reporter Jimmy Olsen when she told him... I don't know exactly where I'm going, Jim, but I'm after a big story and I may run into danger. So get this. Yes, Miss Lane. If you don't hear from me by tomorrow at this time, get a copy of the Daily Planet for the day before yesterday and work out the crossword puzzle. That'll tell you where I went. When Jimmy related this to Clark Kent, who unknown to him is Superman, Kent burst into laughter, saying Lois must have been joking. But as we learned yesterday, the girl reporter was never more serious, determining by means of a specific crossword puzzle that her destination was Moundville, a little mining town on the rim of the desert. She proceeded there by plane, and in the town's only hotel, an old weather-beaten frame building, Lois met the eccentric Horatio Horn, 
part-time telegrapher, amateur detective, and local correspondent for the Daily Planet in Screen Run, Ohio, who it developed, was responsible for her trip. Without preliminary, Horn told her that he was on the trail of a sensational story that was just about to break. But just as he began to explain the nature of the story, he suddenly and mysteriously disappeared. Now, frantic with excitement, Lois has summoned the hotel's only employee, a stooped, weary-looking man with a long mustache who serves as clerk, bookkeeper, and porter. Uh, what's that you say about Miss Horn, Miss? He disappeared. He was standing right there where you are talking to me. Suddenly the light seemed to blink. It was only for about a second, but when they brightened again, Mr. Horn was gone. Uh, disappeared, eh? Yes, it was as if he'd gone up in a, in a, in a puff of smoke. Uh-huh. Well, please don't just stand there looking at me as if I were crazy. You, you've got to do something. Yeah. yeah, I've got to take the ashes out of the cellar. Well... Don't worry, lady. You'll be feeling you better. You come back tomorrow. here. Please, you've got to believe me. You've got to help me find Mr. Horn. I'm afraid something something terrible has happened to him. Now, look, miss. Folks just don't go vanishing up in smoke, you know. I know that, but... He'll be coming back soon. Now, you just sit down and take a rest. Oh, you'll drive me mad. Is, is there a phone in this room? Nope. One out in the lobby, though. Where? Show me. I'll call the police station. Uh, ain't no police station in Moundville. There isn't. Nope. Just a jail. Sheriff with us. Well, where'll I find the sheriff? Uh, you'll be hard put to find him now. He's up to the mines. The trouble up there. At the mines? Where are they? All around here. But the sheriff went up to the Star Plaza. That's way up in the hills. Take you half a day to get there. Half a you day? Good, horse. good heavens, what'll I do? You do like I say, lady. Sit down and rest when your friend comes back. Bye. Oh, yes, Jim. Yeah. <laughs> Say, have you worked out any crossword puzzles lately? Oh, now, cut it out, <laughs> Mr. Kent. Stop kidding me. Oh, i got to remember to tell Mr. White. Well, what was it Lois said? If oh, you don't hear from me, work out the crossword puzzle in the planet of months before well, last. You said and you... the day before yesterday. Oh, yes, but yes, I yes. Wish day you... before yesterday. Work out the crossword puzzle, and you'll know where I went. <laughs> oh, brother. Ooh, the chief will get a real kick out of that. Oh, now, please don't tell him, Mr. Kent. Well, we'll see. <laughs> But I didn't call you in the kitchen, Jim. I want to tell you the chief and I are going away. Oh, uh-huh. where are we... you going? Sorry, no can tell. It's all very hush-hush. Oh, big stuff, huh? Mm-hmm. The, uh, the international situation, maybe? Uh-uh-uh, no guessing. But I'd like you to do something for me. Oh, sure, what is it? Well, I'm expecting an important phone call. Perhaps two calls from the state capitol today. And I'd appreciate your working here in my office so you can take those calls. Just explain that I was called away unexpectedly, but that I'll be back tomorrow, and I've delegated you to accept any messages for me. You got that? Yeah, sure. But listen... Good, I'll be going then. i got to pick up the chief at City Hall. See you tomorrow, Jim. Thanks. Oh, wait, Mr. Kent. Can't you just tell me where you're going? No. In case, uh, in case these fellas from the Capitol ask? You mean you want to know? Well, no, but... <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. Just work out the crossword puzzle on the planet for three years ago last St. Patrick's Day, Jim, and you'll know. Oh. <laughs> so long. Oh, golly. I guess I'll never live that down. Hello, this is Mr. Kent's office. James Olson speaking. Miss Lane. Put Clark on the phone, please, will you, Jim? Hurry. Oh, uh, he can't be disturbed right now. He's working out a crossword puzzle. What? Oh, now, I said he's working out a crossword puzzle. He wants to find out where to go on his vacation. Now, stop that, Jim. Put Clark on the phone at once. I'm in trouble. Trouble, huh? Now, let's see. That's a seven-letter word. Jim, something terrible has happened to Rachel Moore. Jeepers, you sure can put on an act, Miss Lane. I wish Mr. Kent was around to hear you. What do you mean? Uh, the answer is a two-letter word meaning the negative. Well, where is he? Well, I don't know, well, but... Well, find I... out. Ask Mr. Burroughs or somebody. I simply have to talk to Clark at 
Oh, now, look, Miss Lane, you've already milked that gag dry. Mr. Kent isn't going to fall for it like I did. And I'm on to you now, so... stop playing the fool at a time like this. I tell you, something terrible has happened. Horatio Horn just disappeared. Oh, you mean the uh, Sherlock Holmes of Screen Run? Yes, I came here to Mountville to meet him because, well, he's, he's on the trail of a terrific story. But just as he started to tell me about it, he, he disappeared. Oh, went up in the smoke of a crossword puzzle, I bet. Oh, look, Jim, get this for the love of heaven. Find Park wherever he is and tell him I'm in terrible trouble at Mountville. That's just at the edge of the desert. There's only one hotel here. Oh, golly, here. you ought to be on the stage, Miss Lane. No Jimmy, kidding. listen, please, I... Miss Lane, you're wonderful. Keep it up. Go on, Miss Lane. Scream again. <laughs> Miss Lane? Hello? I'm sorry, but your party can't pop up. Do you wish me to call her back? <laughs> no, thanks, operator. I heard enough. <laughs> oh, boy. What an act she put on. But I guess she knows now she can't fool me anymore. <laughs> And in serious danger of her life. We'll be back in a moment for the tense climax of today's episode. So keep listening. I don't have to tell you, gang, that millions of years ago, when early man first left Asia and migrated to the four corners of the globe, the world had a very small population. In fact, there were so few people on Earth that those who settled in one part of the world never knew that human beings existed in other parts. Yet, in the beginning, these ancient people who, no matter where they lived, had this income. They all looked very much alike. But as ages of time passed and thousands of years melted away, changes began to take place. People who lived in different parts of the world began to look somewhat different from one another. Those of our ancestors who had settled near the hot equator gradually developed a darker skin than those who settled in the north. That helped protect them against the burning sun of the tropics. In the north, men's skin grew lighter, and eventually blue eyes appeared. In Asia, a fold of skin developed over the inner corner of the eye and produced what we call a slanted eye. Now, all these physical differences made it easier to recognize people as belonging to different parts of the world. And soon our ancestors began to identify each other as living in certain places and belonging to certain special groups. So you see, in the beginning, everyone belonged to the same race, the human race. And all of us today, no matter what our present race, religion, or nationality, are relatives from way, way back. Which proves that the brotherhood of man isn't just a noble idea. It is a scientific fact. And now, back to the adventures of Superman. In the small, shabby lobby of the hotel in Moundville, where two sagging straw-bottomed chairs and a drooping sand-dusted cactus plant make up the entire furnishings, Lois Lane was standing before a telephone on the wall, speaking to a cynical Jimmy Olsen in Metropolis, when she saw a man sidle into the hotel and approach her. A tall, swarthy-faced, black-haired man, wearing an ancient, rusty frock coat, a soiled, stiff shirt without a collar, and torn canvas tennis shoes, to which damp earth clung. As he moved toward Lois in a peculiar, pigeon-toed fashion, he smiled, displaying two solid rows of gold teeth. As the man moved toward her, smiling his mirthless smile, Lois gasped. Then she hung up the phone and ran along the dark hall to the room at the end of the corridor, from which Horatio Horn had disappeared. Swiftly, she opened the door. 
then closed it behind her and reached for the key. But there was no key. Her heart pounding, a frightened girl reporter leaned against the door and heard heavy footsteps in the corridor. Slowly they approached her door and stopped. this man. Does he mean danger to Lois? Jimmy Olsen, who alone knows where Lois is, believes, as did Clark Kent, that she is in no trouble, but is playing a joke on them. What will happen? There's a thriller minute in Monday's exciting episode, fellows and girls, so be sure to listen. Tune in Monday, same time, same station, for chapter three of the Crossword Puzzle Mystery on The Adventures of Superman. Superman is a copyrighted feature appearing in Superman DC Comics Magazine and is brought to you Monday through Friday at this time. This program came from New York. Stay tuned to your mutual station for Captain Midnight, which follows in just a moment. And right after Captain Midnight, you will hear Tom Mix and his Ralston straight shooters. This is the Mutual Broadcasting System.